0: Welcome back to Sports Day WA on this Monday. Thanks to the Kia EV6 GT, the World Performance Car of the Year, and our friends at Toolmart, the Complete Tool Centre. They've been serving WA for over 45 years. After Sports Day WA concludes, you can tune into the first serve on the SEN network. And a man that is the host of the first serve is Brett Phillips. And we're talking tennis here on the program now. Brett, thanks for your time. Our pleasure. Pleasure as always. Let's kick it off. What's on the first serve tonight?
1: Yeah, final show uh, for uh, 2023. So that's been a yeah big tennis season. We kicked off, you know, the Monday night after the Australian Open, all the way through to uh, the end of the tennis season. Although um, we've got the next gen finals in Saudi Arabia, which will be fascinating to look at uh, this week. But yeah, we're going to obviously chat all things Davis Cup. Uh, we've had our reporter Connor Joyce on the ground. Uh, over the last uh, week with some really interesting observations. Um, Matt Romios wouldn't be known to too many. He's a melbourneian who's on a much harder road in tennis. He's going to join us in the studio, Pete. He's more specialising in doubles these days to really paint the picture of what life is like at the other end of the uh, tennis spectrum. Uh, Peter Johnston, we'll have a look at Kooyong because uh, the field is starting to, certainly hot up for that. Our college segment tonight actually catches up with my favourite tennis commentator, and that's Robbie Koenig, the uh, the great South African, who mm-hmm. um, has got more sayings than you can poke a stick at. He has <laughs> 200 sayings in his little laptop there, and his son's in college at the moment, maybe a future prospect. And, yeah, Robbie, you will shed some great life. So all that, whole lot. We've got a three-hour show tonight, Clint, so uh, I think you know, from the West you'll tune in What for the second hour onwards, which will
0: be great. Yeah, looking forward to it. So that follows Sports Day WA. A bit of a, a preview there from Brett Phillips. Brett, Australian tennis dreams. Uh, they were dashed overnight once again as Leighton Hewitt's team, I gather, succumbed, What in a second straight Davis Cup final. Uh, it was hard to watch, but the Italians in the end, just too strong
1: yeah, we really needed to grab that that second spot rubber. And obviously Australia, you know toyed with that all week. we played Jordan Thompson against the Czech Republic, didn't get it done. Uh, Lexi Popperin came in for the semi-final against Finland, stepped up first time he won a live rubber, which was brilliant, and was given the nod again uh, to uh, you know certainly try and get Australia off to a good start. He certainly had his chances. I mean, you know, beaten in the first set, but a really good second set. Neck and neck, great um, great level of tennis against the, the surprise packet from Italy. He's had a massive spike this year, Matteo Almaldi. When you're looking at the bench, you're beating, there's Berrettini sitting there, there's Musetti sitting there. Berrettini's had a tough year with injury. Uh, Musetti played earlier in the week, then got a little niggle, but Almaldi uh, stepped up. So the depth in Italian tennis is absolutely enormous. And, yeah, Lexi not getting it done put obviously enormous pressure on Demenor, and he'd never beaten Yannick Sinner previously, and he started really well. He bounced out of the blocks. He was in the face of uh, Sinner, who come off what only about 24 hours earlier beating Djokovic in a magnificent match uh, that took a fair bit out of him. But she once he got into here, uh, that second set uh, six love. That's not something we're accustomed. Uh, you know, late uh, Alex Dimitrov went across his career, and yeah, Italy what win for the first time in about 47 years, led by an absolute superstar who's been on absolute tear since the US Open. I think he's won what, something like 20 of his last 22 matches, Yennec Sinner. So come the Australian Open, he is yeah, one of the, uh, the hot prospects.
0: The Italian, clearly the man of the week in Malaga finals. He won all his five rubbers in three ties. And there was a real nice touch at the end, actually, uh, where one of the so-called pioneers of Italian tennis, given the opportunity to join Yannick Sinner and co on stage and and we're talking about Nicola Piantrangeli who appeared on stage with the Davis Cup trophy and he's a 90 year old
1: yeah phenomenal Uh, they've got such a great history in tennis Italy uh, all the great players of the past and yeah I think the Davis Cup obviously uh, with these neutral venues now it's a little harder logistically to try and get a lot of the former champions on-site, you know, if that tie was in Italy or, or the reverse in Australia where you'd have all the, the Davis Cup stalwarts there. So, yeah, it was a great touch. I mean, men's tennis in Italy is going pretty well. It has in the past. And, yeah, right now they're producing one of the absolute um, superstars of the future in Yannick Sinner. You know, I must say, just this year, you know, back-to-back back in Malaga and Connor Joyce, our man on the ground, will elaborate on this on the first serve a little bit later, it just felt bigger. It felt better. Uh, Leighton Hewitt couldn't help himself. And look, he's right. He's honest. Um, we know where Leighton stands on the whole Davis Cup. And he said, look, he thought Malaga put on a great show with what they're working with. And uh, they've got to try and fill the stadium. There are a lot of, you know, visiting fans It did feel like... I mean, when, when they played Finland, who was a fairy tale story, actually, Leighton said they, it felt like they were playing in a way tie, which is what he wants. He wants the home and away ties. I mean, they're going to persist with this format, Pete, it seems, but it did feel better this year, the neutral venue, feeling like the old Davis Cup type of environment. Not perfect, and they're going to still work at that, but a lot better than last year.
0: What about the Australians? Before we move on from the Davis Cup, your thoughts on how they fared? As you mentioned, it was a bit hit and miss with the players that took part in the singles rubbers. Alex Diemenor, up until last night, played pretty well, but he was uh, completely uh, beaten last night, wasn't he, by Yannick?
1: Yeah, I mean that's it's just another step up, isn't it? I mean, he hasn't beaten Sinner before; he's got to find a way. But that, that's that's I mean, that's Alex's his resume in general. Uh, that I mean, he's been better certainly in the last. 12 to 18 months. That's why he's risen to be just outside the top 10, because he has been taking some better scalps. But that's his biggest challenge, is beating the top echelon of the sport. So he can you know, make his way into single figures. Um, I mean, generally, he doesn't let us down too often. I thought it was an interesting move to put Jordan Thompson in first. Uh, and look, you know, layton has been extremely loyal to Tomo, but I don't know why they didn't go with Alexi Popram to start. I mean, Alexi was pretty nervous in the second round, but I thought he played pretty good tennis, uh, Popram. Uh, Kokanakis probably would have been given the nod, but he got an injury just on the eve, and he'd been playing singles this year, but you know, hasn't played a lot in the last few weeks. And I think he always wanted to keep Purcell, even though Purcell could have played singles, he always wanted to keep him, I think, for the doubles. That's where Leighton felt, gee, if it's one-all, we're just about a sure bet here, these two... Uh, they've got great history to get at He and Ebden, and they didn't let Australia down uh, you know, heading to that final. So yeah, a lot of a lot of depth, but you know, hopefully some good decisions to make in the future. Hopefully you know, the likes of uh, Vukic and Hidji Carter and Kubler and all these others, O'Connell can push up and really challenge, you know, the current group for a spot in that Davis Cup team.
0: Well, let you get on to uh, hosting the first serve. It does follow, as we mentioned, Sports Day WA. But before we let you go, let's talk about the women's equivalent, the Billie Jean King Cup. And we know that Alicia Mollick, who's been a great ambassador, the captain of the Australian women's team for a number of years, is moving on. Uh, Who's likely to replace her, do you think?
1: Well, I can tell you one person that absolutely wants the job, and that is Sam Stozer. She wants the job, and uh, I I can categorically tell you that, Uh, Pete. Now, look, she seems like, to me, a little bit of a no-brainer as the next captain, yeah, you know, she still wants to be involved in tennis. Doesn't necessarily want to be a full-time coach or, you know, be on the road for thirty uh, odd weeks. But, you know, she believes she's got a lot to offer. I mean, the other obvious name that has been thrown up is Ash Barty, and it's not a it's not a job that it used to be where you know you're doing sort of uh, four blocks a year. It's now you know condensed right down to a week, uh, basically. You know, whether it's a dual thing. I mean, if Sam, the interesting thing is if Sam have got the job. Would that bring David Taylor into the fold as the coach? Nicole Pratt has occupied that spot. Stozer and uh, Taylor have a great history, of course, US Open, and David's still very much part of the National Tennis Academy, working with all our young talent uh, up in Brisbane. So I don't know when they're going to make a call on it, um, but my my intel is that Sam Stoza wants the gig, and we'll see if she gets it.
0: Good on you, Brett. Thanks for joining us, mate. Uh, have a great show tonight. Look forward to listening in. Pleasure. Thank you, Pete. Brett Phillips uh, talking tennis here on SENWA's Sports Day WA. Don't forget, you can join the Red Army this NBL season by becoming a Perth Wildcats member today. Big game coming up against the Sydney Kings this weekend. And before I go, here's a quick community update thanks to Firecoat. Be alert and prepared this bushfire season. Stay up to date on all bushfire warnings online with the Department of Fire and Emergency Services, Visit dfess.wa.gov.au. And this community update is thanks to the new fire coat, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions and available at Bunnings Warehouse. Thanks for your time today. hope you enjoyed the program. Back again tomorrow from five straight after the run home with Hayes and Mardo here for the Kia EV6 GT the World Performance Car of the Year, and Toolmart, the Complete Tool Centre, serving WA for over 45 years. Thanks to my producer, Paul Heath, and also to Asher, my panel operator. See you tomorrow from 5 here on SEN.